one yes sir what's going on what's going on you know how we do this thing man the bandwagon radio subscribe hit that bell so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio where i sit down with artists across the globe and give them a chance to open up about their artistry and their music and of course we got to play the hot heat later on in the show today we got a special guest on the phone lines calling in from atlanta ga my man taj the elephant is on the phone lines what's up taj Yo, what up, Jay? What's going on with you? Man, nothing much, bro. Nothing much. Good to have you on the show. Nah, I appreciate you having me, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. Got the new record, Spotlight. Dope record. We're going to talk about that a little bit uh, in the show, as well as I'll have you introduce that later on. Uh, but, of course, i like to open up and uh, give my listeners a chance to find out a little more about Taj the Elephant and uh, the Spotlight record. So let's first and foremost start uh Where's your uh, background? Let's let's start there first and foremost. Like, what does your your background landscape look like? Where you grew up and uh, what got you involved in music? Uh, well, actually, um, I'm I'm down in the A now, but I didn't grow up in Atlanta. I actually was born and raised in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Okay. Um, yeah, I was born a Punjabi parent, so I was born here. They they immigrated here in the '80s. Um, so I was born, you know, Punjabi descent. My father was a, was a Bhangra dancer okay. and I started off in music at a young age, man. And things just took a turn and fell in love with hip hop when I was 12. Okay. Now I definitely got that from, uh, the research that I did on you, um, that your, your traditional background and upbringing was a little different than most in the hip hop game. So let's go ahead and talk about it a little bit. So uh, talk to our listeners about growing up. Uh, in the tradition of the Indian family um, and that lifestyle, and then how did you transition into hip-hop? Man, interesting question. Very interesting question. Well, you know, it's not it's not your traditional, you know, American culture. So the Indian community is, like, very, you know, caste system-like, and everything's about, you know, who you know, how much you got, yada, yada, yada. 
And I grew up in an environment, you know, where my father was super strict. You know, I couldn't do much, you know, but I was into sports young. I played basketball, uh, played baseball. You know, I was in music class, third grade. Um, you know, but things was just difficult because I couldn't do much of anything, you know. So when I grew up playing ball, a lot of my friends, you know, were, were black. So I would want to hang out with them more and more and more. My father was like, no, nah, you can't do that. You know, and I didn't really like that. You know, I felt like, yo, like, these are these are my people, like, these are my friends. So, you know, it was more of a pull, rebel, kind of opposite track kind of thing. And, you know, I heard hip-hop and just went through a lot of stuff. You know, I got arrested when I was 14, kicked out of the school system, mm-hmm. you know, and that turned everything upside down, you know. And then I just kind of fell in love with music from there and just like, you know what, I want to tell the world my story. I want to rap. I want to write. I had a gift for it, and I just ran with it, man. So what was it like trying to find yourself as an artist, you know, and a rebel at a young age in that type of environment? Another great question, Jay. I like that. <laughs> uh, that's a great question, yeah, I, man. I told you um, we're going to talk. Now we're going to talk over here on the bandwagon radio. I like, to, I like my listeners to get a chance to really get to know the artist. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Definitely on point. Um it wasn't easy. You know, there's a lot of criticism that comes with it, right? So growing up, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, I left my house when I was like 15 years old, you know, and I never really went back, okay. you know, and everywhere you go, you know, my father has well-off friends, you know, who got businesses and stuff like that. So, you know, I drive past to go get a Dutch or some gas or something, you know, and they talking about, why you got ink, why you got this, why you got that, your music is this. It's like rebellion, right? Because it's almost like a, like a caste system. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing black music, you know, it's like, why? What are you doing that for? You know, that's a disdain. But to me, you know, it was special because the same community that rejected me my whole life, you know, was the same ones that pushed me, you know, closer towards my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and growing up, you know, those were the kids that I played ball with, you know, kids that I went to school with. And they were in the urban community, right? So, you know, you live with them, you grow up with them, you know, you adapt to the culture. So naturally, you know, I fell in love with a culture that accepted me. Mm. Wow. That's a good spin on it right there. I mean, you know, most people don't understand uh, what you may go through in your own cultures, you know. So I think that's very important that you're, 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 putting it out there on front street that look at this was not easy for me to even be here you know i think that's what i'm getting from your stories this was not easy for me to be here so you know this is love and passion oh yeah absolutely bro like 100 percent. like i mean bro like till this day i go through criticism you know what i'm saying like till this day you know and people always got something to say in the community and you know friends and so-called you know close friends and all that stuff yada 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 well, what people don't understand is, is that when you're growing up, you know, in a strict, troubled childhood where it's like abuse and you can't do this, you can't do that. And it's not like, oh, well, you can't do something that's bad for you. It's just like you're being controlled, you know. So going through that, you know, I was broken. So the black community took me in and said, you know what, we don't care what you look like, what you've been through. You know, we're going to love you. We're going to feed you. We're going to give you a home, mm-hmm. you know, and my loyalty is, is, is deep. So I just stuck with that my whole life, you know what I'm saying? Fell in love with the people that fell in love with me, you know? And black music is just like, to me, it's the greatest music in the world. You know, it's, it's, the, it's the foundation of all music. 
you know, and I fell in love with that, you know, and I just, That's I never right. gave it up. Just took it higher and higher. Now, do you feel like your music will be accepted by your family and the traditional Indian culture in which you were raised at some point? Do you, do you feel like you can win that culture over or is it even a concern to you? <clears throat> to be honest with you, bro, like at this point in my career, at this point in my life, man, I've been through so much, like, I don't even care to be honest with you, but it's kind of going to be like a byproduct, I believe, you know, because once you're on TV and you got platinum flags yeah. and you're making money and all that other stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be like, oh, well, we knew you could always do it. You know what I'm saying? But my plan is bigger than that. I want to break down barriers for other Indian kids all over the world that are going through the same thing to let their parents know, like, hey, listen, it's a universal culture, mm-hmm. you know, like it's all right That's to be who fact. you want to be. I think that's important what you said, too, that, you know, it accepted you. The culture accepted you, you know? Oh, yeah, man, absolutely, bro. Like, like my heart goes out to, you know, everybody, you know, especially in the black community, you know, the people that are getting killed, you know, for no damn reason just because of the color of their skin, man. I mean, you know, I was laying down, kissing the concrete with my brothers growing up, you know, mm-hmm. all my teenage and early 20s life. You know, so I know what that's like, and it's a shame, but it's been going on for years. You know, and it's it's just horrible. Yeah. But now, let's talk about the the you said the addictions and, and depression. <laughs> what do you feel led to this abuse? When you speak about abuse, or, you know, what do you think led you down that path ultimately? Um, well, you know what, for everybody listening right now, you know, I'm, I'm going to get as real as possible right now. It ain't going to be do, no, brother. please do, <laughs> you know, un- 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 like, that's how too, it is. Brother. by the way, we're unedited, feel comfortable, feel free. All right. Well, Hey, listen, I appreciate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not like commercial radio where you got, you know, uh, standards and policies, yes, and shit, sir. you know, yes, but. Sir. Nah, we good over here, bro. That's what I was saying uh, earlier before the interview. Like, over here, yeah, this this the independent side of things. We can do what we want over here. Yeah, man, I, I, I that's cool, <laughs> man. I appreciate that. That's why I, I kind of love where music is going independently, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just to be very, very frank with everybody, man, um, when you're a Indian kid, right, you're a Punjabi kid, and you're in the hood, right? You're playing ball, you're rapping with people, you know, you're dating their women, all kind of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's love, but there's also hate, oh, right? Yeah. Everybody oh, knows yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Right? So it starts from that. It starts from people calling you out. And essentially, as you know, you know, in the community, when you get hated on, it's really people calling you out. Mm-hmm. Prove them wrong. Step mm-hmm. up. Be better. You know what I'm saying? And it came from being abused when I was young. You know, there's so much shit that happened to me you know, in terms of abuse that I would go to my parents about and be like, yo, like this shit happened. Like, and they'd be like, all right, well, you know, brush it off or whatever, whatever, you know, let's fast forward. I'm giving you highlights right now. Right. Cause I'm not going to yeah, yeah, speak no a book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, then fast forward, you know, I got kicked out of middle school, went to high school, got kicked out of fucking high school mm-hmm. twice, dropped out. You know, fast forward again, you know, I left Jersey, went to Brooklyn, went to Brooklyn, came back to Jersey, went back to Atlanta, you know, uh, had a couple of auditions that were lined up, 
you know, that didn't fall through because people wanted to fucking take them away from me and all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So all those things piled up. People stabbed me in the back, you know, women that, you know, I fell in love with and they don't know fucking right from, from left. You know what I'm saying? So all that shit added up was just like, it, it, it caused a breakdown. You know, I'm not even going to lie about that. It caused a breakdown, especially when I was in Atlanta a couple of years ago. I had two label auditions because they had, you know, seen my performances, heard me and all that other stuff, freestyling, battling, and everything. And the people I was working with just fucking took it away from me. So here I am on my own, no bread, no paper, no nothing. And I'm thinking I'm about to realize my dreams of, of a lifetime. And the shit gets taken away from you like, like that, you know, so... I'm going to keep it real with everybody, man. When I came back, bro, I did I did everything I get my hands on. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything I get my hands on, I was selling it. I was smoking it. I was sniffing it. I was drinking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the reason why I did that is because I wanted to suppress the pain because I didn't want to deal with it, you know, but I'm going to be real with everybody who's fucking listening. There is no hiding from that shit, yeah. Yeah. right? You got to face that shit eventually. It's just temporary, you know, so... So that's how all that pretty much came about because, you know, I feel like as artists, we're all, you know, these emotional roller coasters and we speak our stories, you know what I'm saying? So when shit hits you and you're abandoned when you're young, you know, the failures hit you harder than it might, you know, somebody who had a more supportive background, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just keeping it real, bro. Like, that's just. We appreciate your (laughs) honesty and transparency. Talking to Taj the Elephant yeah, right now, Atlanta, GA, uh, residing right now. Um, do you ever regret any of your earlier decisions, like in relations to your family or, or you know, moving out on your own or anything even musically? Do you regret any of those decisions that got you to this point? Jay Pratt, bro, you got the sauce and the drip. Woo. You be asking, bro, you asking, you be asking some great, great questions, my guy, bro. Like, that's what's up. That's, that's what I do. Up, bro. That's what I do, my guy. We drip that sauce. Yo, everybody, everybody listening, everybody listening need to follow, buy, follow again, do every, this, this dude right here, bro. So, um, I appreciate that, my brother. Hey man, I mean, do I regret any decisions do you I made? Regret any of those res- those decisions? You know, like you said, when you had to, you felt like you had to up and leave. You know, look, I, this is my new family. This, I'm going here. You know. Um, no, okay. I don't regret none of that because I never felt like I belonged there. I never felt like I was part of them. You know what I mean? And and even now, like till this day, I don't feel like that. You know, although. I'm trying to be the bigger man. I'm trying to, you know, sit down and work with him, try to call here and there, try to get past the bullshit. You know what I mean? But at that time, not at all. Cause I felt like I didn't belong, you know, at all. And, you know, like, bro, like I was homeless four different fucking times, you know? And a lot of people don't know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit hurt. I still think about that shit sometimes, you know? So it, it's deeper than that, you know, musically, Man, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. The only thing I probably regret is uh not being able to to notice when certain people I work with, you know, ain't have my best interests at heart. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Cause when when you're broken as a kid, you know, you tend to gravitate towards people that's gonna accept you and show you love, right? Because you feel it's kind of like the Jimmy Butler Miami situation, like, oh, they wanted me here, so I'm happy. I'm gonna play better. You know, that it was in one of those situations. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and that that was a, a young naive move. I would say that's the only regret I have. Other than that, man, I mean, I ain't got no regrets, bro. Like, like I'm I, I'm happy with going through hell. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's hell getting to heaven. That's a fact. fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. Well said, brother. Well said too. Um, Spotlight, the new record. Uh, let me give my viewpoints on the record. Of course, I had the chance to uh, vibe out to the record. Nice melodic sound. Uh, real relaxed, smooth vibe with the record. Um, kind of sonic tones and vibes I caught from it as well. Um, the content is very engaging. It's uh, relatable for those seeking like a kind of like a more more out of life. That's that's kind of the vibe I got. Like it's that bigger than life. You need you want more. Um, and what what would you say was the the I guess the goal of the record? What was the purpose of Spotlight? Um, the purpose of Spotlight was to uh, capture uh, a feeling, you know, uh, one of my many many dreams, uh, vivid dreams, you know. Um, as a as a musician, I try to capture as many feelings as possible, make them as real as possible. Mm-hmm. So Spotlight to me was that feeling of like, all right, you know, I've been grinding my ass off. I've been hustling. You know, I done did I done did everything. You know, got in trouble, trapped, all that bullshit. You know, so spotlight to me was, all right, all this grinding and hard work paid off. You know, I got I got put on, I, I'm making money now, you know, and I got me a badass bitch. You know, so <laughs> it was that feeling right there of, all right, I just came off of my success. You know, women that probably wouldn't have gave me a chance back then, give me a chance now. That was someone I liked, and it's that exact feeling in that moment. You know, when you're successful and you got that fly-ass bitch next to you and you just have that feeling in that very, very moment. Everybody goes through that. Fly fate, you should ask. Yeah. You know, in different ways. And that's what I wanted to capture and, and project, and I feel like I did that. So, who inspires you musically, and why? Who who are some of those artists you kind of looked up to, or you know, followed yourself uh, as a fan of the of the culture? Oh wow, I love that question, man! I love that question. I think I only been asked that like one time. Brad with the sauce and the hey trip. baby, let's get it. Have fun with it. <laughs> Got Have the juice in the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so I'm I'm gonna drop some names that a lot of people may or may not be familiar with. So, okay. um, the people that inspired me, the people that I spent, you know, countless hours studying, countless hours. Um, you know, your Marvin Gaye, your Michael Jackson, um, you know, your Temptations, your Ooh. You know, uh, uh, you know all the soul music from back in the day because uh, James Brown. Okay. You know, I remember yes, I remember studying him a lot, a lot, and James Brown is the godfather of hip hop. Yes, right. So, you know, the way I was taught was, hey, if you gonna do black music, you gotta understand soul. Oof. So I spent a lot of time, you know, studying those those artists, and then you know, as I got older and got into the more you know street vibe. You know, I really fuck with, like, uh, I like Kanye a lot okay. coming up. Um, I always gravitated towards Wayne. <clears throat> I did like Future a lot, too. Like, I fuck with Future Heavy. Like, his style <laughs> was just, like, you know, like, trap music to me is very stylish. 
right? Yeah. And, and and in my opinion, a lot of people might disagree, but the trap era is probably one of the best eras in music, period, because it's so stylish. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, in the early days, it was probably those cats, you know, because I wanted to dig in the past and kind of build my foundation. And, and in hip-hop, man, I mean, Kanye was a beast for sure. Um you know, I would say I would say those guys, man, especially Lil Wayne. I fuck with Lil Wayne, man. I, man he he the go. <laughs> <laughs> Weezy F. Weezy F, baby. <laughs> yeah, that man's a goat, man. That dude is is. If you look at his growth, you know, from what he what he came to and and what he did, you know what I mean? Like, how could you not be inspired by that? Yeah. You know, he he grew up in your face, and and that's one of the things I learned, like. You know, don't be afraid to grow up in front of your audience. What you go through, tell them about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about music. Do you have any fears when it comes to performing or recording? Um, No, I have no fears at all. I think I think my only fear is, is that it won't be good enough, you know, because I'll do songs and put them out and people will love them and it'll get you know crazy views and all that other stuff but i'll listen to it and pick it apart you know i I don't think i'm ever satisfied with anything i do you know but when it comes to the actual element of recording nah man no fear whatsoever feel for this shit (laughs) (laughs) and hitting that stage is no problem either then you ain't worrying about that. oh man not at all bro like i i tell my cfo all the time like i wish I could be in a studio and have the top 10 acts of the whole world watching me, mm. you know, and I'll show them how it's done. You know what I mean? It's just being comfortable in who you are. So you mentioned your CFO. Uh, are there any other people you want to acknowledge or shout out or mention, you know, for help along the way in this journey? Um, man, fuck everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, look, man, I would just keep it real with you, bro. Like, fuck everybody all right like that bro like you know like like i'm not gonna sit here and be like all right you know this dude helped me or that dude helped me like i'm not gonna do that bro like i'm gonna keep it real with you like most of the people i fuck with you know fuck them you know what i'm saying like period because like i mean that's just what it is you know like everybody you know not everybody but the people that i fuck with mostly bro like they're fucking clowns you know and, and it's not on them but it's on me because I ain't no better for associate myself with clowns. You know what I'm saying? So fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but for t- for today, for today, uh, <laughs> oh my God. hey man, I'll just give it real with you, no, bro. Like not, that's hey, what brother, it is. That's, that's what how I, I feel about that. That's one. all I want, bro. That's exactly what we want. The bandwagon radio. You jump on here, get them things off your chest, and then jump on off, bro. You dig what I'm saying? That's what we bought over here. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I love the transparency. That's that's what I want. Hey man, I ain't going. You know that's why I tell people all the time. Like I talk to my fans all the time. I get DMs every day. Every day I get DMs from from people all over the world. You know, and I, I just I talk to them and I keep I keep shit real with them all the time. You know, and that's just being honest. Like I'm gonna be honest whether people like it or not. Like <laughs> you know, right now I got my my CFO. You know, uh, you know, one of my childhood childhood best friends that, you know, came onto the company, brilliant mom, brilliant dude, you know, and, uh, you know, a few other small people that we're working with, you know, that, that help us along the way now. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else in the past, man, go take a seat and watch me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Sometimes I, mean, oh, I do want to shout out. Way. Go ahead. 
I do want to shout out. Uh, I do want to shout out the Spotlight Girl though. She she's definitely um, phenomenal oh, talent. Yeah, yes. yeah gorgeous. Looks, looks like Absolutely a phenomenal dropped in gorgeous. talent. You are correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from what I can see, phenomenal. <laughs> what you say? I said from what I can see. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the phenomenal part as far as what I can see <laughs> visually on the video. Yeah, man, she's uh she's definitely uh something special. Y'all go follow her on IG, uh, Naisha on the set. Um, you know, she did phenomenal, man. We had great chemistry, and it was just like it was what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And that's all we gonna say. All right, then. <laughs> phenomenal talent, man. It is. Well, uh, speaking of the video, what was the goal for the video and the visuals? Because we got the spotlight video out there. Make sure you check in for that. Uh, to all our listeners, but uh, what was the goal for that that video? What did you want to portray? What was you, what were you trying to show the audience? Um, I wanted to convey the feeling. It wasn't so much as a visual as it was the feeling of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, how could I take this video and this scene and this fine ass woman and 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 give you the audience, you know, the the feeling of that butterfly stage and it ain't just you know you ain't got to be a platinum rapper you could be you know somebody who's just doing your own thing you hook up with somebody you got that butterfly feeling that's that spotlight feeling mm. so my goal for that video was was to project that energy through another you know sensation another mind like visually you know so more importantly it was just like wow you know oh there's a fire oh they're having a great time they're having a great chemistry so for me it was just about you know, really transcending the visual to an emotion, you know, and it starts with the chemistry, you know, and, and me and the Spotlight Girl had great chemistry and, and it showed. And that's what you call, you know, a great masterpiece, man. That was the that was the whole goal of it. You know, the fire shit was dope too. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was, was definitely dope. dope. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like to ask artists this question to get a to really get a a, a temperature gauge on them and, and, and a reality check in some ways too. Now, are you afraid of failure, like not completing your ultimate musical mission? <clears throat> um, that's a great question, man. You you bruh, Sucks. we gotta bring you. Sucks. We gotta get you to do the next. Uh, <laughs> presidential debate because these motherfuckers out here wow you ask some great questions to me you might be able to ask them some shit that might actually get them to talk and that's, not bicker that's the whole point we gonna we gotta get them to talk you right though i, I might uh throw my hat in the ring at some point in time hey man listen you got you got my vote bro everybody listening vote too um man that's a great question man um Am I afraid of failing in music? Yeah. Are you afraid of, and not even just musically, but your your mission? I think that's the ultimate piece. Like because what I what I hear from you is this is a a part of you. This is a passion. This is life. This is air breathing. So you know when I get that sense from an artist, this to me is a perfect question to align the artist and the man, the person. You know what I'm saying? So being real since we're being real and being honest are you afraid of failure like not completing your musical mission and vision yeah yeah i I totally understand that that's definitely a a very human question right because you know you never know with life right shit happens shit don't happen whatever the case is um so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this one thing and i'm gonna segue into answering your question when you've been through the shit that i've been through (laughs) 
<laughs> there you ain't got nobody by your side. You don't know if you're going to eat. You don't know how to do something. You ain't got no support. You kind of get this fuck the world attitude. So to answer your question, am I afraid of failing? Hell fucking no. Because I don't, I don't already fail so many times that it don't even fucking bother me. So if, mm. if it's a failure, to me, it's just the next step to success. Mm. So I'm not afraid of that shit at all. At all. Mm. Well said. Great answer. That, 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 man. Yeah. Gotta keep it trill, right? That's how they say it. Gotta keep it trill. What's the ultimate goal for you um, as an artist? Taj the Elephant. What's what's that ultimate goal in the music game? What mark do you want to leave on the game? So that's a, there's no one answer for that, but I can narrow it down to three. Okay, talk to us. All right. Um, and everybody listening, listen close. All right. First mark. All right. I am the greatest rapper alive of Indian descent. Mm. Period. Mm. And I will be known for that. Okay. Um, the second thing, I want to break down barriers, you know, for especially for Indian people, especially especially for the block and for the hood, man, because like, you know, I've been through a lot of shit and and you know, when you grow up in that raw environment, they kind of make you into what you are today. And I wanna break down all those barriers, like, hey, listen, you know, you can be Indian from India and live here and not have to, you know, be a slave to what other people tell you, you know, the stereotypes, the cliches, like be what you want to be, be free, you know, feel what you want to feel. That would be the second thing. Um, the third thing is, and in my opinion, this is probably to me is my most um, important thing. As entertainers, we are responsible for taking people out of their reality, whether it's for a song, for a show, for a movie, whatever it is, whether it's conversation, whatever it is. That's why we're called entertainers. So ultimately, no matter what, I want to be able to succeed in giving people that escape, whether you're happy, sad, depressed, uh, motivated. You know, I, I make all type of music and I say so much shit that is relatable. So you'll be able to relate to that. So my goal is to you know, take people out of out of their realities, whether it's, it's whether it's to enhance their good reality at the moment, or whether it's to give them somebody to listen to when they're going through through something that's real fucked up. You know, I want to embody the the ultimate entertainer, and the ultimate entertainer is not the guy who sells the most. It's not the guy who makes the most. It's the guy or woman that you know connects with the audience the most and helps them escape their realities. That's the embodiment of entertainer. Mm. Great breakdown. Yeah, man. Facts, bro. That's just, you know, anybody who tell you they're doing it for the money all the time is a fucking lie, man. The money is a byproduct. The money is great and all of that, but you ain't going to get nowhere in life if money is your main motivation, man. That's just facts. Yeah. yeah. So you're talking about, you know, letting youth in your culture and the Indian culture know and in that tradition know that you know, they can open up and be who they want to be, essentially. So what advice would you have for a young artist or aspiring artist of Indian descent who's interested? Like, he's listening to this interview and he's on the verge, like, yo, I, 
I want to do it. I want to do it. What type of advice would you have for him? Um, I actually have a couple of, uh, you know, Indian youth that, that have hit me up, you know, from, from India. Um, there's one in America as well from California. And uh, they asked me that, that same question, ironically, in, in different contexts. My advice would be, um, number one, get ready for the criticism and have some fucking balls mm. because there's going to be some criticism. They're going to reject you. They're going to hate you. And they're not going to like you. People that, you know, you were around and accepted you are not going to accept you no more. So have some balls. Um, number two, if you going to do black music, you better fucking respect black music and you better go learn mm. how the shit went down. Mm. Know your history, mm. you know, build your foundation. Don't, don't just jump on a track. You know, because cause the baby lays some hot shit and you want to sound like him. Like, you know, like understand how music works, because I guarantee you, you know, your fellow native, if you got the baby on the phone right now, he'll be able to tell you all about blues and soul music because that's the foundation of it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I would say understand the culture, understand the music, where it began, how it's built up, you know, and respect it. Um, and, and that's just really, you know the main two things, you know, if you, if you do both of those humbly and you work hard, you'll make it. There's room for, the, there's room for everybody at the top. Man. That's fact. There it is. You're hearing it. Taj, the elephant on the phone lines right now by way of Atlanta GA. Uh, brother been moving around, moving and mixing and mixing and moving. Um, landed in GA. <laughs> We're going to introduce for the now. song. For now. I know, right? That's <laughs> For <laughs> now, we look at we look at we looking at L.A. We looking at L.A. We there don't know. Okay, all right. Well, you we gonna keep in contact so I know where you at. You know what I'm saying? So we can we can keep yeah, these things sure. moving. You know. Um, before we play the record though, uh, how can our listeners follow you? Go ahead, give out your social media and everything. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so uh, the album Punjabi Reject Volume One. Uh, it's part of a three album series um, is, is streaming everywhere. Like whatever streaming services y'all got, whatever access y'all got is literally everywhere. So you can literally go check that out there. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Y'all can follow me at a uh, Taj dot the dot elephant. Um, and I'll definitely follow y'all back. I'll definitely talk to y'all. The, there's all kind of shit on that. And on YouTube, you can see spotlight and some other dope shit that I got on there. Um, you know, youtube.com forward slash Taj the Elephant and uh, just connect with me, man. You know, fuck with me because, like, uh, like my man Jay Show say, it's a bandwagon, so don't be a bandwagon jumper, <laughs> <laughs> jump don't, on from Rip because you know, you're going to stand it. That's exactly <laughs> where the name came from, too, bro. Like, we'll be jumping on late now. So you, you jump on, jump on, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid. You know, fuck with it because, you know, I'm one of the realists that's, that's out right now. Trust me on that one. They're going to call me king at the end of all this, Jay. Trust me on that one. There it is, man. There it is. Taj the Elephant on the phone lines right now. Go ahead, introduce that new single for the people. Yeah, yeah. World, North Carolina, wherever you at. I want y'all to check this record out right here. Special record, dope record. Feel, 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 right? You got a special lady in your life. You got a special man in your life, whatever it is. This, that record for you. So there you go right here. Taja Elephant, Spotlight. That's right, right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Turn it up. There you go. It. She want it. She twerking. She flown it. She on it. She got it. She twerking. She 
she flown it, she want it, she got it, she twerk it, she flown it, she on it, she got it. She never met a man like me before, dripping on spotlight, stage night, yeah. Headed to the jail all night before, dripping on Dior, stage lights, yeah. Spotlight, she deserves a spotlight. She deserves a spotlight. We deserve a spotlight. She feeling me, I'm feeling her. She so thick, slide into her. Twerk on me, make it her. Sunday morning, make a late for church. You heard of me, Punjabi man. She nasty and lit with a college grin. I'm with the lick, pick a plan. Ain't no cap, it's a stick up man. I drop it in hotter, I kill. Every day like a holiday feel. You follow me, she follow the pills. You monitor and honor the real. You call me, I call her the favor. You call me the best so major. I lay out the body on hater. I write my soul, recite paper, yeah. She never met a man like me before. Dripping on spotlight, stage night, yeah. Headed to the jail all night before. Dripping on Dior, stage lights, yeah. Spotlight. She deserves a spotlight. She deserves a spotlight. We deserve a spotlight. She feeling me. I'm feeling big, this the elephant genesis I count the bread with the six She want the M and some badass kids And gon' say ah, and she loves overseas She drive a boat, I crack a seal You gon' choke, text me 12, you want to smoke I been in the belly of the beast And time all hot like Belize I want it, I shoot it, I feast You blocking, I'm chopping the key Yeah, you want it, I bring in the loud They standin' on strike, they foul I demand it, she go on the prowl She bad and she bruises, she smile, yeah she never met a man like me before, dripping on spotlight, stage night, yeah. Headed to the jail all night before, dripping on Dior, stage lights, yeah. Spotlight, she deserves a spotlight. She deserves a spotlight. We deserve a spotlight.